Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> So welcome to another Fragments of Silicon review. Uh, this time around, we are showcasing the recently released puzzle platformer, Mushroom 11. Um, and as usually the case with this, we're doing an interview with uh, the developers. Although this one's actually a couple of months away just because of how scheduling works out. So I think this is about the second time that's happened. Like, I guess it is kind of a platformer, isn't it? Well, they well. I'm looking through the um, notes of the game, and they call it a puzzle platformer. It, it's like it's weird because with a platformer, you're usually thinking of you're controlling one character and moving it through a thing. Whereas this is a. Uh, it's like I, I I hesitate to call it a platformer. It's definitely right. side scroller, but. Yeah, I mean you are you are moving across things that are platforms, although you're not jumping. The thing that really gets me weird is that you don't actually directly control your character. Well, yes and no. Uh, you know, like, okay, so Mushroom Eleven, even among the indie scene, is pretty fucking uh, special. You know, pretty unique because you can. Tr- like this is the kind of game conceit that I, ironically, or maybe not ironically, uh, this is the kind of thing I would have seen back in, say, the very early days of video gaming. You know, where you're starring not as a person, but as some sort of abstract creature. In this case, you are mold. Yeah, I was gonna say, I I assume it's some kind of mold or you know a mushroom. Because but not uh, like a not the cute toadstool kind of mushroom, but. Yeah, because like back in say the Intellivision days, you would you would play like things like a spray can. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I I don't think that's the invocation they're going for here. This is mo- much more, I don't know, arty or, um, because I think they're trying to say, trying to make a statement on nuclear warfare. Okay. That's the. That's the that, that's kind of what that's kind of what I get from some of the background material here, like some sort like some sort of post-apocalyptic future, like it's pretty apparent from the art style. There certainly is plenty of wreckage. Also, here's kind of a big giveaway. I'm looking at the press kit, and the image for the banner is the the I really don't know what to call this. 
but just the spore, for lack of a better term, the bacterium is shaped like a mushroom cloud. Ah. Yeah, so. And I'm guessing that's where, that's where the whole Mushroom 11 name comes from. You know, otherwise, I don't exactly know what that stands for. Maybe that's at the end of the game. Admittedly, I only got about halfway through this title because it's been really busy around here. I've personally been looking at three games at the same time. So, mm. you know, in addition to, you know, life, the universe, and everything, Leaves has left not that much time to play it. Like, I certainly know enough to get, get a sense of the game. Like, and I suppose that's one of the things. This game is surprisingly accessible because it's, it's really simple and rather intuitive in spite of its abstractness, you know. The, the, that's kind of one of the dangers of the indie scene. You can get games that are, you know, maybe very abstract and hard to understand. This game is not. You know, in the sense that I knew how to, I knew how all the mechanics worked and how to move the the spore growth. And, yeah, which is kind of strange, but it's pretty intuitive. Yeah, as I said, the, the game really does stand out. Because it it's really not like any game I can think of, you know, uh, which is which is good, you know. Uh, how, how how much did you guys play of Mushroom Eleven? I got about a little over two hours into it. Mm. I pretty much just played through the first stage and got a little bit into the second before I had to go and do something else, unfortunately, but I think uh, I got a decent idea over it. The rigors of life. You know, uh-huh. Also, we, you know, I was, we were thinking of doing this last week, but here's the thing. This game had a pretty hellacious sound bug when it first came out. Oh, God. I wear a decent set of headphones, and yeah. the noise it produced was nearly deafening. And we yes. determined that this was probably Windows 10 based. Oh no, we we uh, um, the the developer actually determined that because what I did, I wasn't sure if what was going going on was something pre-release or not. So I had to wait until the game got formally released, and it was still happening. So I just got onto Twitter and said, "Hey, there's a problem here," and they looked into it and they fixed it. You know, that's customer service for you. Mm-hmm. I suppose it helps when I can DM the dead. Yes. And then, you know, it's like, it, so it turns out there was a driver issue with Windows 10 that caused the static. You know, they, they got it fixed. You know, it took a couple of days, and by the time that rolled around, well, it, we would have had only mere hours to have really delved into the game. So mm-hmm. here we are now. And, uh, you know, it's like, as far as the actual soundtrack goes, um, I rather like it. Now, it's like, uh, now, the soundtrack was done by the future Sound of London. This might be a band that only I care about, but that's because I know them from a different game series. Well, I've certainly never heard of them, so... They are, they are one of the bands who provided music to the Wipeout series. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so... I must admit it was it was weird hearing them have such ambient tracks because I'm kind of you 
used to the future sound of lending producing more pumping techno beats. You know, uh, I, I get that's the style that Mushroom 11 is going for. I'm just saying, you know, I know these guys from, you know, racing down a futuristic track at, you know, 200 kilometers an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, I, I, and I suppose we should get into the central conceit of what makes this game so unique. You know, and it's not just because you're playing as a spore, it's because... How, well, you're not even really playing as a spore. You're manipulating a spore. You're playing as the erase tool from paint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're playing as an MS, tool, uh, MS paint tool set or whatever. The, the, the point is, you move this green blob across desolated landscapes through manipulating its cell structure. And you're trying to pick up what I assume are DNA things. I assume so. Uh, once again, I'm not. I'm pers- I don't know if getting all these collectible uh, creatures and you know mushrooms and flora and fungi, fauna and fungi are part of a a point other than say getting achievements because you know surprise surprise they're getting achievements for getting you know, like all of them in a round, all of them in the game, you know, very typical stuff. But I got an achievement for getting through the first stage without dying. Yeah. And, uh, see. But and, yeah, you, you control the blob of fungus stuff. Yeah. Uh, basically, it tries to maintain the same volume slash area mm-hmm. as you move through the thing, and you can only really control it by erasing parts of it, which causes more of it to grow in areas that you didn't erase. So if you try really hard, you can sort of split it into two things, which helps in some areas where there are switches. But mostly you're kind of trying to get it to grow either taller or wider. Sometimes there are places where you're trying to force it through tubes. Uh, And you're also, like, a favorite of this game is you've got this passage that's, kind of out of reach, and you've got to manipulate the spore shape in order to get it up there. Right. And then there's sometimes things where, like, you're on a thing, and, uh, oh, crap, the thing you're on is starting to collapse, so you'd better erase really, really fast to get uh-huh. yourself to move. Yeah, yeah. sometimes uh, the puzzle requires finesse, and and there's two tools. There's the big eraser tool that that's going to be your main um, mode of transfer, but there's also the fine detail, you know, uh, option, which is the one that allows you to do the subtle, okay, you got to move it here, got to move it here. Be careful that you don't remove this part and have your spore fall and lose five minutes of progress. Yeah, I didn't have much use for that, but I assume I would have had significantly more use for it in later levels where it requires more finesse. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, yeah, and, you know, the puzzles are, um, <coughs> Excuse me. I'm like, how do I put this? Uneven. Because, well, they're not really puzzles. Now, it, in that, it's not really hard to figure out what to do next. It, it, the challenge is how you get, get to, uh, how you get about doing it. Yeah, it's not, it's not hard to say, okay, I need to get some of my mass over there by this platform and then some of my mass over there onto this switch while avoiding the big fire pit in between them. Right. 
Absolutely. Sometimes it can be tricky to actually pull that off without accidentally erasing all of one side or the other. Yeah. And or they're like puzzles that are momentum based, like the one I was playing a, a bit ago. You know, it's like there's a whole bunch of platforms that move the move the spore forward, and mm-hmm. you know, it's like one of the trickier parts of this game is you know hitting that sweet spot where you're actually getting enough momentum to move the um move the spore fast enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I notice that sometimes when you're going faster, yeah. or if you start set it up just right, you can kind of roll. Yeah, you know, and I, I suppose my issue with that is I could never get that replicated, you know, easily. Like I just kind of had to chance it. So mm-hmm. you know, th- there'd be times when I'd be stuck in a puzzle, but that's just because the momentum wasn't working right. And I don't like those kind of puzzles because you know. That's not really. Ha- that's really relying on chance more than actual skill. I suppose there's the skill in getting your uh, thing to move, but you know, that's just my opinion on the matter. Um, let's see. There are also boss fights in the in this game for some reason. Yeah, the first boss fight kind of threw me for a loop because yeah. it's weird. Uh, the the it was really it's like. It's not like you don't really have a mode of attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first boss, I presume most of the other bosses have nodes that you just have to touch and absorb. But uh, the first boss kind of has like a bunch of tentacles around those nodes that you have to uh, well, that you have to climb around to get to most of its nodes, and also the tentacles are moving and shooting fire. Right, and well, the third boss is actually a bit different, where you have to. Uh, use the projectiles it shoots out to blow up its eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By, like, bouncing them? or Yeah, you're basically uh, having the spore act as a ramp. You know. Like I said, I wish I could have gotten to the other bosses, but, you know, time constraints and all that stuff. Yeah. Now, it's important to note this... This game is, it's out on PC right now, but it's really got the, it's really uh, seemingly developed for a touchscreen. Yeah, this seemed like a good game for a touchscreen. Yeah, indeed, the game is out now on PC, Mac, and Linux, and in 2016, it's coming out for iOS and Android, and also apparently handheld consoles. Yeah. And, like I said, uh, this would actually be a really good handheld game, and indeed, even a really good mobile game, because it's all mouse-driven controls. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's like, an, uh, I can tell that they really took into account the fact that this game was going to be eventually on a touchscreen. Uh, and it, if it comes up in the interview that this was actually built around the touchscreen, I would not be surprised. Yeah. So if not, it could. All, it's also not not too bad for a mouse. So I don't know. no, it, it works. No, it, it works well on a mouse too. That that's actually something I really like because you know sometimes games. You know, I've certainly gone on how games that are made for classic controls have no business being on a fucking touch screen, but 
touchscreen games don't sometimes translate all that well into uh, PC space. Like um, a game we reviewed, Tengami, you know, it wasn't bad, but it was a bit on the clunky side because it was built for touch controls first. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's worth noting that okay, so uh, that this game is also pretty long. Yeah, you know, uh, especially for an indie game like you, the first run of a um, stage will probably run you about oh twenty thirty minutes forty five minutes depending on how finicky some of the puzzles can be. Yeah, the first stage that I that I did took me like 20 minutes. That's why I didn't go to the second stage because I knew it wasn't going to be any shorter than that. Yeah, and 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 your playthroughs are timed should you go through the stage um, completely in one go. Like, uh-huh. if, you t- if you take a break in the middle of a stage, you're no longer timed. Uh, I'm like, I'm guessing this game is open to speedrunning, although uh, what speedrunning Mushroom 11 would look like, it would be interesting. No. Uh-huh. Uh, but, there, might yeah. some, there might be some interesting uh, yeah. and there are, shortcuts and stuff. Yeah, and there are seven levels. So, like I said, there's a good amount of content here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, like I said, I did make it through the first stage without docking, so... Yeah. And... That 20 minutes is not too inefficient. Yeah, like I said, this is... Yeah. This is kind. This is kind of um, shit. Yeah, I, I I did notice that there were a good number of places where you could kind of go out of your way to find well, yeah, collectibles that you wouldn't have necessarily found. Well, yeah, it does some typical um, game uh, game tropes in the fact that you know there are extra collectibles that are out of the way, and you have to make the extra effort to get them. Yes, you can go the obvious right way, or you can climb up that wall to the left, and on top of that wall, there will be a thing that you can only get by going that way. Right. Um, Penny Fen, do you have any further thoughts on uh, Mushroom 11? Not really. It's kind of an interesting game. It's not something I'd want to play in, like, long bursts. Mm. But, like, if I'm just, like, waiting for something to download or something like that, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, this is the kind of game I like booting up for, say, 30 minutes, working through, say, a checkpoint, and then uh, going off to do other games. Mm. Yeah. Especially when I got stuck. Like, believe me, there are some points where I just flat out rage quit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, so, Ogre, any thoughts on Mushroom 11? Makes me hungry for mushrooms. <laughs> oh no! I'm not gonna lie, it didn't really make me hungry for mushrooms. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, this game didn't make me honey, uh, hungry for anything. You know, kind of hard to see. You know, mold being appetizing. Yeah, well, some people still do. eat mushrooms. Oh no, I love mushrooms. Fuck like, mushrooms that, that are like cooked and like or not cooked but like prepared in a meal. Anyway, so uh, Mushroom 11 is now available um on Steam, GOG, I think Humble as well. 
I think Temple was mentioned on their Twitter. And it retails for $14.99. Um, I guess if I had to give a number grade for this, a it's a solid seven. It's like, yeah, you know, definitely worth your time. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's worth fifteen dollars though. It's like honestly, I would say pick this up at nine, you know, ten dollars. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see how the mobile version is going to work because you know, as we've established on the on the show, uh, you know, mobile, you know, having a game priced at fifteen dollars on the mobile space is kind of tricky at the best of times. It's just trying to keep you laughed out of the office. Yeah, so... $15 on mobile is kind of like a console game asking 80. Yeah, I'm not saying that there aren't people who do it, but it's like, that's... You'd better be worth it if you're you're going to go out and ask that much, because... Yeah, because... Really, really thrives on purchases that are basically small enough to be done without a second thought. Here's the way I'm seeing it's probably going to be done. Like, the first episode is going to... Like, the first stage is going to be the first episode, and that's going to be worth, like, 99 cents, or it's going to be free. And then the, um, like, levels 2 through 4 and 5 and 7 are going to be, like, $5 or $7 each, something like that. That's the way you... That's kind of the way you work around the mobile audience when it comes to selling, you know, non-free-to-play contents. You know, like, yeah. You know, you give like the first level, the first part for, you know, pennies, and literally, and then you charge them a more premium price for the level packs. Uh-huh. You know, but yeah. Anyway. So I recommend picking up this game, like I said, if only just for the sheer uniqueness of the um, experience. Um, what about you guys? Um, I'd say give it a look, like on a sale or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'd say if it sounds like the genre of game that you're interested in, right? Uh, and the way that we described the playing of it sounds like something fun to you, um, Give it a try. It's it's interesting, and uh, you can wrap your brain around it. it. Gives you a little bit of brain yeah. exercise. Yeah, I remember your initial review of the game. You're like, it's a. I rate this a. I don't get it out of ten. Yeah, it's the the theme. The theme of it is a little bit obtuse in terms of uh, okay, I get that I'm a clump of mold that I move by erasing and growing and that I go and pick up these things and try not to fall in the fire. But what's my motivation? <laughs> I think there is a <laughs> motivation going on here. It's just, it's kind of in the background, literally. Yeah. Think about why did the chicken cross the road? I mean, yeah, it's, it's clear that there is a world that is blown up and we are presumably trying to survive in it. <laughs> Indeed. But... But yeah, it's not it's not as uh it's not as e- it's not as easily accessible thematically as a game where you control a character doing stuff. I suppose that's the irony here. It, it it's pretty obtuse thematically, but mechanically it's dead simple. Like yeah, I, like it's the kind of game that 
you know, I could give to a young kid and they'd pick up pretty quickly because like 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 Angry Birds, except instead of instead of cartoon birds and cartoon pigs, it's a uh, an amorphous uh, blob of uh, slime mold and uh, weird fruits and stuff. Indeed, they're kind of hard to even tell what they are sometimes. Right, and yeah, like I said, it's certainly worth a look. You know. Um, and if you really like what's going on here, it, you you won't go wrong in picking it up. Like, and uh, be sure to listen for the actual interview that we're doing with the dev on December 9th. Like Which I is said, way sooner than it seems like it should be for this time of year. Yeah, like I said, that's only what a month away, uh, a little a month, a little more than a month, but yeah, yeah. So six yeah. weeks, I think. Yeah. It's a bit distant for you know review and interview, but not not as not as distant as say Mystic Bell was. Yeah, and I will try to play more of the game before we interview them. So hopefully I'll have some yeah I'll, further input at that point. Yeah, I'll probably pick this game back up when it comes time to interview the devs because, uh, like I said, it's kind of the way it works around here. We get so many games these days yeah. that. You know, we have to look at this game, and you know, like next week we are doing a review on Shelter Two, and then in a couple of weeks we are doing a review on Albert and Otto, and we're pr- and I'm looking at the schedule, and there's there's potentially th- three more games after that we could be reviewing. It all, so, yeah, it all depends on the devs. You know, if they if if they give us the games, uh, you know, we can review them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, and yeah, for this one, I I definitely would say it's worth picking up, maybe on, maybe particularly on sale. Definitely worth picking up on sale. Possibly worth picking up at full price. I don't know. I, I don't know. It depends think, on how the price is for the mobile one too. If it's cheaper there, it might be worth picking up at full price anyway. Yeah, I still think it's a bit much at fifteen, but you know, uh, you're you're kind of getting your time's worth out of it, depending yeah. on how quickly you progress and how good you are at it, but... Yeah. Uh, and, Pettyfan, why don't you have the last word here? Honestly, it's kind of an interesting game. I mean, some parts, you know, you want to bash your head against the wall. <laughs> like, I'm currently at Chapter 4 with all the moving platforms and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's like, how do I do? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, the part I'm at right now is I got to operate a lift as a catapult. And this is kind of the puzzle I was, uh, type I was complaining about. It's like I have to find the right spot in the right formation in order to get the amount of propulsion I need to get over the lava bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I had that kind of problem with the water level. Yeah. All right. Um, Just, does the slime mold like water, or does it hate water? It, it likes somewhere. water, but it just floats over it. Yeah. But oh, there's some okay. parts you have to go over, and there's some parts you have to go underwater, and some parts you have to shoot over something from the water. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I, 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 water, fire was very clearly, if you touch this, you die. That was confirmed yeah. very clearly. <laughs> so far, the obstacles I've come fly. across is fire, poison, and spikes that actually kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, it's it, it's interesting because you can kind of, with like with fire, you can sacrifice a lot of your body mass as long as you don't all die, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's with everything. 
like with the poison, as long as you cut yourself away from it quick enough, you'll be fine. Yeah, it's it's pretty forgiving that way. Like you. And that's how Shinichi survives all of his fights. End of review. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Sorry. That'll that'll do it for uh, this time. Be sure to tune in this Tuesday, Tuesday morning. We're doing an interview with Might and Delight over Shelter Two, and we got the regular. Um, we got the regular interview happening at the regular time with uh, K-Bros Entertainment, developers of Albernado, and we're doing a review next Sunday on Shelter 2. So, yeah, this week's going to be pretty packed, and that's not even including MSP, although MSP is kind of the light work for the week. Because yeah. Mac does most of the heavy lifting on that one. Yeah. All right, so until then, all I can do is wish you good gaming. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.